A Syracuse Sports Center starts now. Good morning, I'm Joe Salzon. The Yankees beat the Rays 4-1 using eight pitchers to get through nine innings in a bullpen game. Andrew McCutcheon hit his fifth home run as a Yankee. Aaron Judge knocked in a run with a double in the seventh. Clemson announcing a quarterback change ahead of their game against SU this weekend. Freshman Trevor Lawrence will take over the starting job this weekend. Lawrence has split time with Kelly Bryant this year, throwing for 600 yards, although it says years, and nine touchdowns on the season. Good job, Seth. And on Monday Night Football, the Steelers hold off the Bucks and win 30-27. to Bucks quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick threw for 411 yards in the game, becoming the first quarterback in the history of the NFL to throw for 400 yards in three consecutive games. I'm Joe Salzone. The Daniel Baldwin Show starts now. Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the radio talks about hey now, ah! we're already fighting. We're, we're, already, <laughs> we're, we're coming in. We're not, and we're already I'm taking away all their mistakes. If you take away all their mistakes, then they would have won. <laughs> That's Paulie's hot take. Can I play hot take for me? Oh, for God's sakes. I'm already... Yeah, it was... was. That was his take. I said if you take away all the mistakes. His take on it was spinning it into that it was the mistakes through the whole game. I didn't say that. I said the the mistakes that they made in the first five minutes of the game. Not the whole game. You could look at any loss, and if you take away a team's mistakes, then yeah, they win. That's The point of the the conversation... Albert Einstein Jr. It was a scalding hat take. It was scalding. It was scalding. It was so scalding. It looks like Cody Mack's car. Oh, hey now. Coming out of the gate with an insider. Cody Mack, who works on the uh, morning show with Josh, uh, had his car stolen. And they uh, found it after the kids were joyriding it. Uh, and they drove it around so abusively that the engine was so hot it caught on fire and, and the whole car got torched. But I thought... Did you get my text? Yeah, I thought that they had <laughs> lit it on fire to burn evidence. Like no. The kids. You're on forensic files right now. What are you doing? I'm, no I bodies watched the first 48. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Way too much. Yeah, you are. You got conspiracy. These are just kids that were joyriding in Cody's car. Uh, I don't want anybody to steal my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a hot take. Money. Lock your car. You know, I mean, uh, there's one that might help. Lock it up. Uh, I lock mine. Nobody wants that factory deck out of my Pontiac. <laughs> <laughs> Company's not even in business anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last night's game. Let's talk about it. Steelers defense is very porous. Yeah, they're they're not they're not good right now. If they get again, you know, the funny thing that I was pointing out to Josh earlier um, was that exactly the scenario took place that I had talked about that gives Syracuse a great chance at, at success down in Clemson, and that is if they come out hot and you make a couple of mistakes. And, and when I say mistakes, you only need to fumble a punt 
and throw a pick six and you're down by 14 with a minute into the game, you know what I mean? Or, or a couple minutes into the game. And that can easily happen. And that's exactly what happened last night with Tampa Bay. They they played really poorly. They didn't protect the ball in the first 10 minutes of the game. And by halftime, they were down by 20. And, they, and they'd scored a touchdown. They were down by 20. I mean, so, um, you know, having to play catch up, showing that they could get the game close. I didn't watch the very end of the game. Um, did they have an opportunity? Did anyone watch it? Uh, the Bucks uh, came back, cut it to three, and then the Steelers ran out the clock with, oh, okay. towards the, the last. Without way beyond Bell, yeah, don't need him. So. Well, you know where he's going, right? Where's he going? He's going to the Jets. New York Jets signed Le'Veon Bell. Watch, they're going to sign him. They reached out to uh, the Steelers yesterday, according to uh, oh, so my, my hot take was according right. To my sources, yeah, my so- ESPN app. <laughs> <laughs> I got a push notification from them about I, it. I texted uh, Adam uh, Schefter. Told me personally, he sent me a text message. I texted Woody Johnson and I said, "You got to get this guy. Game changer. He's a game changer in New York. Perfect stage for him. Fans will love him. And they've got a new quarterback. And he'll get hurt the second game. And why do you say that? Why do you want to put that the out there? Jets. The Jets. That's what happened to Jets players and their fan base. They get something good and then they ruin it." <laughs> Do you think that he's training right now, Bell? No, he's out on his jet skis. That doesn't mean that he's not working out and stuff. I mean, you think he's stupid enough to come in like totally unprepared? Well, well no, yeah, nobody's going to trade for him because he's not going to be game ready, and he's not going to. I bet he's game ready. I, I, I was he's a professional say. athlete. And he's the best running back in the league. He's not just going to sit around and like. I think he's training. You're not game ready. You're not game ready. And then if he gets traded, he doesn't know an offense, so it's going to be two weeks of learning an offense. But, but there, there, there's... Nonsense. There's a couple of potential excuses for this. So we go back to the Odell Beckham scandal when they had the, the photographs taken. And you think to yourself, A, you're either just not that bright, or B, you're sending a message out there. So by Beckham being in a hotel room with some chick with a big, what appeared to be mound of white powdery substance on a glass next to his, his bed. He knows how to party. You, you would, well, but you would say to allow that picture to go out, either you're careless and dumb, or you're trying to let your owners know you don't want to be there anymore. For Bell to turn around right now and let, he knows that he who he is, he knows he's getting photographed. So he obviously, for some reason, maybe beyond what we know, doesn't want to be in Pittsburgh anymore. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't. Yeah, who likes winning? I'm sorry, that was my shout out, maybe <laughs> Bell. By the way, if they ever have a picture of me in my bed with a pile of white powder next to it, it's because my gold bond tipped over. <laughs> wow. I, I'm at that age. Did so. you back in the day when you still when you still partied? Did you you experiment with cocaine? I'll I've, say experiment. I've never done anything but the pot. I've smoked the pot. pot. Like, you sound like my father. I've smoked. Stay the, away from the pot. I've smoked the pot like five times, but I get wicked paranoid. So no thanks. Wow. Well, Robin went to uh, Florida, and she's down there, and she got in some kind of a fight where she couldn't borrow the car she was going to borrow from her daughter, and, and, and the ex stepped in and said, yeah, no, you can't have the car. So I rented her a car, and I get a hold of the guy at the desk, and I get her a, a big Ford truck. She gets in the truck, and she goes, holy smokes, it's a Jamaican Ford. I said, what do you mean? She goes, it reeks of weed in here. She goes, I mean, it's so. It's, it's two days now, and it reeks when you go in it of, of baba. 
the, uh, of the pot. The only the only coke experience I ever had was <laughs> my buddies and I rented a limo and we went up to Canada in our twenties. Yeah. And we get up there and we get through the border and my buddy just pulls out this bag. I go, you just went across the border with a huge bag of coke in your pocket, and we were all ready to kill him. We're like, what are you doing? You're gonna take us all down. Yeah, that's my only experience with coke too. Actually, <laughs> some other guy had it, and I had nothing to do with it. No, I was like shocked. I was like, people don't behave that way. And then Joe you celebrated getting through. What? Joe says, "Um, but you party back in the day, or <laughs> I don't party now." Right no, now? I've, I've right never... now you're banging rails down at the bar, right on the bar? <laughs> I think between me, Joe, Josh, Neil, this whole uh, this whole group, like I can't speak for Daily Orange, Josh, but we are the least like experimental with drugs. But you all drank like fish. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Joe, Joe still does. I do that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joe still Josh does. still does, too. Yeah. Jo- Josh, Josh has drink. some health, health situations coming up. So. We're going to have to work on. What's the inside scoop right now? What are you looking forward to? We're getting closer to game time. I'm going. I'll be down there. You're going? I'm going to the game. Are you driving like me? You... I'm driving. No, you're, you're driving? Not. I'm driving. No, you're not. He's taking an should RV. I show you my, should I show you're you my... Ta- oh, you're taking an RV. Getting an RV. Going roll taking with me? the kids. You can roll with him. Josh, jump in the car with me. I'll take you down. Oh, I, I might take you up on that. I'm leaving <laughs> Thursday night. We'll stay at a... You better call Pitcher right now. Cause... Uh, anywhere, anywhere that says twenty four ninety nine a night, I'm staying there. You're high night. rolling, huh? Yeah. Don't they pay for your room? Yeah, I'm joking. What do, do, where are you going to stay? Where, well, you're going to eat... <laughs> uh, I'll spring such for, a subtle I'll joke. Spring for 60. I'll spring for 60. Uh, no, I normally stay... You know what I like? You know you know this uh, how, how much of a baller I am? Yeah, I like the, I like the sleep ins. They're like seventy five bucks a night. They're clean. They're cool. They're, free breakfast I, or no? I won't eat the free breakfast because there's a re- nothing's free unless it's you know. There they are, baby. Read them and weep right behind the Syracuse bench. Oh wow! Row A, right behind Syracuse. I'm going in. Don't trust free food. That's Polly's life lesson. Life don't hack. trust free food. Yeah, you don't want no, no free food. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Yes, con- correct. It's probably yeah. the only thing I ever listened to my dad say. <laughs> is this what like what you're reading on the sign when you're driving down the highway? If it says free food, you don't stay at the No, hotel? I'll stay there. I'm not <laughs> eating that crap, though, you know? Well, I mean, most of them, aren't they just come down and... Yeah, there's like... There's a cereal and... Croissants and weird you can, waffles you can, you you can, can make, make your yourself. waffle. Yeah. yeah. So let me flip that on you. When we're in the press box at Clemson, and they have a oh, full, that's good food, and they have a full barbecue spread, and it's all free. I eat the hell out of that. Okay, so you do eat free food. Yeah. yeah. Now, as a member of ESPN, Syracuse, Mike Wallace over there. Do I, do I, do I, do I, I know. Sixty I, minutes right now. I feel like Judge Kavanaugh. Grilled <laughs> 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 over here. So you actually do like food. Jeez. Where were you the day the jalapenos were missing in the press box, sir? Columbo is alive and well. Exactly. So do I get get some kind of a press pass that allows me to come up and visit you there? Well, aren't you the credentials guy? No. I'm still in the ACC. You're always scamming. You're always looking for something. I'll get you in. You're talking about. You're working angles. I like it. I'll get you in. We'll get you in up there. Listen to this guy who wants a free pulled pork. You better watch it. He's going to want the free pulled pork on the road. I'll get you I'll get you in. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you know, Paul, you said, oh, oh, God. They'll let you in. I'm going to have some Canadian guard turn around and say to me, Are you the guy that crossed the border with the big bag of blow? <laughs> Let's take a break and actually talk SU football when we get back. Let's do it. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. And now, we're back and we're live in the big show. Josh, what do you got for me? Uh, let's talk about this game because, uh, you know, we're talking about Syracuse. Syracuse is, uh, you said, a 22.5 point underdog in Clemson? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? You're saying you think Syracuse loses by 17? Yeah, I think Syracuse plays well enough in the first half to hang around, but I think Clemson's just overall a much better team. Clemson is. Clemson's the number three team in the country. They've crazy. I just don't see how Syracuse's offense can be expected to contain those four defensive linemen. They have 16 sacks through four games. They're averaging four sacks a game. Well, they're going to have to to adjust offensively that way. Um, I think that you're going to see draw plays, quick screens, quick slants, um, stuff that's going to slow them down a little bit and not let them tee off. Obviously, Coach Babers is going to have to come up with a game plan that allows to compensate for the fact that we're going to probably have a lot of pressure and get beat up front. I find it really interesting going into this game, a game between two undefeated college football teams, I might add, um, that they're changing a quarterback. Do you see that as a... Yeah. it To me, it didn't make a ton of sense. Is he hurt or something we don't know? Or No, well, Trevor Lawrence was the number one recruit in the country uh, at the quarterback position headed into this year, the true freshman that's going to start. Uh-huh. And he's thrown for nine touchdowns. Kelly Bryant's thrown for two. He has pretty much the same completion percentage, but he's completed a couple more passes now after the game against Georgia Tech. He's overall looked better as a passer. He's a very good passer. Clemson has three wide receivers that are very, very solid, and I think their game plan is probably to air it out. Huh. And pretty much try and expose the Syracuse secondary that they're not four and five star recruits like the Clemson wide receivers. So I think the theory is basically out athlete them there. Mm-hmm. Syracuse has given up big plays on uh, uh, passing wise this year too. So who's the kid number seventeen on Syracuse, the wide receiver? Custis. Can Jamal that, Custis. Can, can that kid catch that that out that that uh, that up the right sideline pass that two weeks in a row Dungy has laid right in his hands mid-stride and he can't catch it? Well, he did week one, right? He set a yeah. career high with, I think it was like 162 receiving yards or something and two touchdowns, and it was his breakout season, and since he hasn't done as much. So it, that's the thing. Syracuse needs to hit plays like that. You have to catch that ball. You have to catch that ball. And it's funny because as you're running up the right sideline, Dungy has put the ball over his right shoulder to the, and he's dropped it both times. But I mean, both of them were unbelievably perfect passes, and he hasn't caught them. Right. So think about moments like that, and how Syracuse needs to hit on every single one of those. Yes. And playing on the road in Death Valley, that's what it takes to win this game. That's right. It, it's a lot. You're asking a, a lot. A lot. We asked a lot last year. We beat them handily. The- we handily beat them. Last a 27-24 handle, <laughs> handily victory. Was the, the game didn't never, in my opinion, didn't feel like it was in doubt. I thought that we, I thought that we. Hand, I we, think it's fair to say that Syracuse dominated the game. They, they once, they, especially they, once Kelly Bryant went out, they, they had them. control. They beat them. They right. beat on them. But 
Joe. Joe, Joe comes up from his phone. They <laughs> beat the, on them? The, Joe hears something that has a sexual suggestion to it, and his head comes up from his yeah. phone. Otherwise, we're talking sports, and he's like, Joe's like, yeah, that costs 50 bucks extra to do that. <laughs> 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 Joe only chimes in when it's something at your expense. You know that? He sits in the room because he wants to hear you get hammered. It is one of the highlights of my uh, time on this show. Is, is it a love-hate or just hate, the relationship between you and Joe? I think it's love-hate. It's love-hate. Yeah. It's mostly love now. It's mostly love now? Now that I no longer work for Polly, it's mostly love. It that changed the dynamic, hate. didn't it? Yes. I'm kind of like the matchmaker for you, then, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> What does it take for Syracuse to win the game, Josh? You, you, you're, um, if you had to pick two departments, you can't say offense, defense. If you had to, if you had to pick two, uh, the quarterback, the running game, the blah blah, you know, pass what, rush. We have That's, to rush their pass rush yes, or negate yes, their pass yes. rush. We have to we have to Syracuse, pressure their quarterback. Syracuse needs to get pressure on the quarterback. They have the last two <clears throat> weeks, and it's gone very well for them. And it's hard to gauge it because Florida State's offensive line was it was a revolving door. And then they played, and then they played Connecticut, who also I call, Syracuse looked like they were at the mall again. I call it Olaying. Yeah, Olay. Yeah, Olay. Go ahead. Curtain comes up. Have fun. Joe just heard laying and looked up again. <laughs> <laughs> he is a sports. Deep down, I think he goes home and he watches sports and he knows all about it. He just likes to play dumb. Nope, I look up free food. Have you ever watched? He looks. He's a club. An NFL game or a college game from beginning to end without it being at work. Yes, I I watched the uh, Super Bowl this year from beginning to end. Didn't fall asleep. Wow. Were you at a party? Or? Yes, I was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, how? Okay, so yeah, take the Super Bowl out. That's. Have you ever watched a regular season game? No party, no reason, just you watching a football game. Yes, uh, with my dad. I would watch Giants games with him. Well, that's adorable. <laughs> Didn't I never understood a single effing thing that was going on? Was he disappointed? No. Did he get disgusted? Like, oh, this no, is my son. Apart from being the, uh, apart from the Giants, he doesn't really care. Like, he doesn't follow the NFL. He follows the Giants. Neither does Paulie. Don't worry. <laughs> no one's ever explained it to him. <laughs> <laughs> a look of contempt. That's How why we need the other cameras in this room. How dare you? That's why we need the other cameras in this room. Who does not want to see the face of the mole? When he's angry? You just <laughs> called me out for what? not watching football. Who doesn't want to see the face of the mole? I watch more football than the average mole. Pe- what? Oh, my God. Be quiet. Um, <laughs> the, the pass rush, and what's the, second, what's the second answer? Yeah, so I said pass rush because of how outmatched I think Syracuse is in the secondary, and obviously that's the easiest way to compensate for it is to mm-hmm. pressure the quarterback, especially with a... F- True freshman quarterback, get after him. I mean, maybe he'll make a mistake because Syracuse needs turnovers. Number two, it's a lame one, but it doesn't have to be Eric Dungy. The team goes as Dungy goes. If you're going to upset the number three team in the country, Dungy needs to have another Heisman-like game where he rushes for over 100 yards, throws for over 200. There's one of mine. There's one of mine. Dungy has to negate that pass rush, and he has to keep those linebackers and corners honest by rushing for, I'm not even going to say 100. If he gets 75 yards and that, and he does that over, you know, 10 rushes for seven and a half yards, that's going to keep him honest. The threat of him, because on the rollout or, or to elude pressure um, and knowing he can throw the ball on the run, I think will keep them honest. They're, they're going to, 
you know, not want to. You might see Syracuse pop one of those weird balls where he rolls out and then lofts one up, because if he keeps him honest, if he doesn't, if he does one of those, they contain him, and he doesn't run early. I think it could be a long day. The yeah. Other, the other thing is, and this is always the thing with Clemson. If you go into that game and it goes the way it, the the betting odds are, you need you need him out of the game on his own. You know, he needs to be able to walk off the field himself and play the following week. You know, at Pittsburgh, that I think that's just as important as anything else is that Dungey's alive when he leaves Death Valley. But think about think about how. Yeah, and there have been these games before, particularly in college programs. Um, you, I tweeted about uh, Baker Mayfield uh, when they were down, you know, in the game that he just came in, and I wrote on Twitter, here comes Baker, with parentheses after it, because I just knew, I knew this was going to be his come up and his come out party. Think about what happens where he's mildly, as we've discussed, way down the list number 10, 11, 12 in the Heisman talk. Just think about a 28-27 on-the-road win <laughs> at Clemson. You'll watch Syracuse go from getting some votes. They'll be number 14. I mean, they'll jump 10 spots or more if they win. Yeah. And he's certainly in the mix if he has a decent day. A decent day. If he beats Clemson. D- Dungey can be in the mix with the Syracuse loss, too. Well, I, I said that. I said that if they make this a close game— yeah. You know, if they if they keep it within fourteen and he has a decent game, his name's got to be on national news. I mean, because they have him rated to lose by over three touchdowns. So if this is a ten pointer or or it's in doubt in the fourth quarter, watch. Looking at the bigger picture of the season, um, we are talking about this off air. You look at the Syracuse schedule. You said you've done odds before. Yeah. You, you look at the Syracuse schedule. There's only Clemson, Notre Dame, maybe the only games that they're. They're not favored. Yeah, yeah, they're not favored the rest of the season. This season's kind of lining up like could be a special year for Syracuse. I, you know, I went from I'm usually the negative Nelly, but you know they got a good offensive line, good defensive line, senior quarterback, and in a down ACC. Well, this you might look be special. You, you look at the games that I think all of us originally were in doubt of. Is it going to be Carolina State or Carolina that nips them? Is it going to be you know Wake or, or Boston College? Now I think we're looking at all of those games thinking we can win those games. Well, and we probably should win those games. So now you're looking at it. Are we going to be an 11-2 and two or 10-2 and two team? What do we have, 13 games? 12. 12. 12. So are we going to be a 10-2 and two team? And, our, and, and that what killed me was there's a projection already done about what after three games they're projecting what teams are going to what bowls. So I thought it was interesting that they could project this early, and they have us going to the pinstripe bowl. And I thought, not if we're ten and two, even nine and three, we're not going to the pinstripe bowl. I think we're going to a bigger game than that. What has Syracuse done in the first four games that makes you think they won't fall off like the last two years? I think they proved it slightly, but well, uh, until they win a game on the road at Pitt or a game on right. the road at Wake, which they haven't done in the past, right? You can't talk ten and two. Well, I'll say I'll, I'll tell you what they've done. Um, they they first of all went on the road and beat Western Michigan, and they beat them well. Um, they they did have a bad third quarter, but they played. They they didn't do that last year. They came and got beat in their own house by Middle Tennessee or State or some crap. So they've knocked. Th- this is what Coach Beheim told me, um, and I asked him about when you when you schedule these games. There seems to be two schools of thought. There's there's the we have those two weeks where we play teams that are out of the division, 
and we don't challenge our team. We play teams that we're just going to mop up. Is that a a, a win-win, a lose-lose? I mean, because you can look at it both ways. If you lose that game, if you're Syracuse and you go play Ball State, and that's your that's your your week off, and you lose, well, you just screwed yourself, you know, really really badly in, in the RPI with the rankings about the strength of an opponent. You have to win those games. So some coaches think, and, and Coach Bayham said, I'd rather be tested against a small mid major that's a good program. He goes and not take that. I'd rather go play Bonaventure, you know, or somebody that or Buffalo that's actually really good. You may not have heard of them, but they're good. But when you play a team that you're just going to kill, when you play Wagner, that doesn't do anything for your program. But it does give you the reps of working on things, and you're supposed to win by thirty, and you better win by thirty. You know, I mean, so and what, we've done that too. We've taken the UConn team and beat them by thirty. You know, so there's something to be said about about how Syracuse has executed up to this time and how and, and they've put away the teams they're supposed to put away uh, and now they're going to get tested. You know, are they supposed to win the Clemson game? No, they're supposed to get killed. So let's see what they do with it. But yeah, I, I think also I'm judging that off of looking at what other teams, I just watched Boston College get their head handed to them at Purdue and they were favored by six and a half on the road. And they, and they I mean, they got killed. So maybe BC isn't all that. Carolina and Carolina State, neither one of them have, have put up any kind of numbers that I think they're great. So there's three games. Um, I think they're going to beat Wake now. So Pitt lost to UNC, which is missing a lot of players. Right. So it's, it's, I, I think it's a perfect storm. If they stay healthy, they should be able to win eight games this year. Should. I think eight's fair, looking at the schedule now. Because yeah. that gives healthy. you a couple hiccups, too. And having four wins at this point of the season, they need to get six. They have Notre Dame here. <laughs> they have Notre Dame here. No, uh, Notre Yankee Dame's Stadium. at Yankee Stadium. Oh, we gotta go down. Smelling upset. We gotta go down. <laughs> Already? It was just me. You want me to have any of my friends set you up with some nice seats at Yankee Stadium? I got the free press food. Box. Yeah, no, I mean like down on the field. I gotta work. Okay, never mind. Josh and I'll go. Hey, uh, let's take a break. If that's okay with you, this hour of the Daniel Baldwin Show is brought to you by <coughs> Cam's Pizzeria. Where's Where's Tony? Is he coming in today with with a pie? No, Tony. <laughs> uh, we'll do so what when we get back. Let's do it. I'm so excited. It's time for. Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't. Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> wow. Did you hear what Forrest yeah, just said? Yeah, that was outrageous. I'll cook your dog and eat it yeah, for dinner. Like yeah, he keeps doing mom jokes at me. Uh, he does say terrible things about your mother, Forrest. He does. All right, can we get on to so what now? Speaking of so what. <laughs> Go ahead, Neil. In the most recent Heisman Watch update, Syracuse QB Eric Dungy is still in the top 10. Alabama QB Tua Tagovailoa received the most first place votes. Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> so Dungy got one vote to win the Heisman. To win votes. Lock it up. Daniel, do you get a vote on this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get a vote. I don't get a vote. He wouldn't get my vote right oh. now. No. No, I give it to Will Greer of West Virginia, who has 32 votes. Wow, that's crazy. One vote. 
He got one more vote than me. <laughs> it's impressive. You know what, man? It's no joke. It's no joke. He goes into Clemson and throw, runs for yeah. 75 and throws for two, even 200. And in a losing effort by 10 or less, he vaults. Then he, he vaults. Yeah. Then we'll he vaults talk. Tracy McSorley. <laughs> to protect myself from getting roasted next Tuesday. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I won't say so what yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> oh, Next look. Tuesday, I'll come in and scream <laughs> someone. Pussy! But, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Clemson, sorry to clear my throat it won't there. even be, like, if he has an average game against Clemson, he's still going to be on the list. And then he's got some crappy teams left to beat up on. So so you're gonna you're saying he's going to win the Heisman? No, part? I'm going to say he's going to have four votes by the end of the year. <laughs> 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 Do you think he'll at least make the trip by the end of the no, year? No, not yet. Will he be one of the top four? No. 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 Well, no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You know why? Because I've been converted to orange. I've been converted. I'm at, I'm on the road at the game. For those people out there that are traveling the game, I'm taking my kids. I'm going to the game. I'm sitting in the front row right behind the Syracuse bench. I'm going to bring it home. I'm going to bring the upset home. Uh, if, if Eric Dungy makes it to New York, I will wear an orange Speedo and paint my whole body orange and stand out front of that building in New York City. That's not enough for me. I want an orange <laughs> you Shaggy Rain. You got to have a sign, too. You got to have a sign, too. I, wanna, I, I heart Eric Dungy. I want a, I want an orange, one of those big, frizzy orange uh, wigs, and I want you to paint your pangle orange. <laughs> I want you to walk out nude downtown. I can't do nude because I streak. get in trouble. No, I'll streak. get in trouble. You get arrested no. for that. I no, will no, do no, an you won't get arrested. Speedo. I'll cover it. I'll cover it. I'll do an orange speedo. <laughs> I'll do an orange speedo. The fro, everything. I'll paint my body and I will stand in the middle of New York City. No, I want. You, I want you to run up and down the road here so we can put it on. Not here in New York. No, in Syracuse. New York. You're doing Syracuse. All right. Why not both? <laughs> Why not I could because I think if you do it out front of the theater, you might actually get on TV. Oh, right. I'll get it on TV. Don't worry. Like national TV. I'll get it on not TV. Channel three. Yeah, no, I'll get it on national. The kind of exposure we need. Yes, it is. Yeah, exposure. No pun intended. What do you got next? Zero chance he's in New York. <coughs> Last night, when asked about his wrist injury, Didi Gregorius said, "I feel way better, and I'll be ready to go before the season ends." He he tore cartilage in his wrist on Saturday. Um, <laughs> he makes every story sound so. <laughs> Not interesting. Yep. It's amazing. He tore the cartilage. Okay. I, I like how cartilage has 12 syllables. Cartilage. I didn't say it like that. Uh, who cares? Yeah, I saw what. You can't play Fortnite for a couple weeks. Where are they in position wise right now, Forrest? Lead the wild card by a game yep. and a half. Yep. If so the season at- ended right now, they'd be playing the wild card at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, against Oakland, I believe. Yep. Yeah, Oakland just clinched. Oakland clinched the wild card. Did they? Yep. So. No. Nope. So there we go. All right, Forrest. So kind of a so what. What else you got? Uh, Dallas Cowboys fans recently created a petition to have head coach Jason Garrett and starring QB Dak Prescott removed from the team after a one and two start of the season. Well, according to this fan that started it, um, they're uh, it's like you know blasphemy. She's claiming you know they're the worst things. Or I'll tell you when when you go through and read the article. You do ask yourself, um, uh, Prescott's down to about 160 yards or 165 yards a game. His his numbers have tumbled. When you're an NFL quarterback, you can't average 160-something yards a game passing every game. I mean, you've got to average over 200 yards a game, and you've got to, you to have wins. Um, Garrett's a nice guy, but again, I, you know, I, I don't see what he's done. He's been down there for multiple seasons where you'd like to see some trend going in one direction. Um, 
Dallas is not somebody when you look at them on the schedule now that you fear you know that you're going to play even even in their place. So I can't say I can argue. I mean, I don't think you're going to petition them out, but I can't say I can't argue her points. Um, Prescott was was never a Super Bowl quarterback to me, and even even going back now, now you're longing for Tony Romo, who you miss desperately, and he wasn't a Super Bowl quarterback. He was a Danny White, who was a great quarterback behind, after Roger Staubach. He was certainly above league averages in many categories, but he wasn't the guy that you walked in the huddle and he went, all right, quiet down. We're going to win this game. Here's how we're going to do it. And you all waited to hear what he was going to say. Prescott's got to go. Uh, he for sure has got to go. I'm not giving up on Prescott yet. The the Garrett thing, he's got nude pictures of Jerry Jones or something. I don't know what that guy's got <laughs> he's got going. something on him, right? Yeah. Like the fact that that guy's still got a job is amazing. You're Dallas. you got to do better. Well, you know, and the other thing, too, you look at Jones, what a maverick he is, and he's kind of a uh, in that NFL Steinbrenner category where he hasn't been afraid to be um, vocal about what he wants, about you know, about kneeling, uh, you know, on his sideline, spending money. He's He's been quite aggressive. What is it about this guy that he keeps holding on to? Because he has not produced. He's like a 500 coach in Dallas with the expectation this is America's team. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they miss the playoffs this year. He's got to fire him for sure. Yeah. For sure he's got to That team go. was good two years ago. Yeah. Really good two years ago. Yeah. I th- thought they were legit. They were on the rise. They were going to be a real Super Bowl threat in the NFC. I really did. And uh, not so much anymore. But still, who cares? Because Forrest said it. <laughs> wow. Forrest, what else you got for us? <laughs> a 26-year-old woman who was on vacation in the Tenerife Island went out partying with her friends and the next day started feeling pain in her genital area. Oh, jeez. She, went to, she went to a doctor and they found a dead turtle lodged inside of her. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, wow. Forrest. <laughs> Hey, listen, he took his note from you that the kicker story does not have to be sports. It should be something that's either funny or interesting. So let's speculate how that turtle got there for us. No, let's not. Let's speculate. The woman does not want them to investigate. She does not want to know how it happened. She like she just wants to forget about it. I don't it, want to know how it turtle happened. Removed? Her boyfriend's yeah. name is Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little baby turtle. It's a little baby turtle got lodged in there. Yeah. She's, Thank you, Neil. She's brewing up some turtle soup. Neil working blue today. <laughs> wow. You know what? Let's just go to break now. I don't even know how to recover from that. Yeah, I know. I don't know how to recover from that. You brought the whole show down, Neil. Yeah, way to go. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. So I got my hot take. You ready? You ready to push the button? No, am I ever. Are you ready to push the button? I'm ready. You're ready? Yes. I still think we could go 9-3 or 10-2. and two. I believe that. I don't believe if we played Clemson 10 times, we'd win more than once. I think that playing them in their place, it's going to be a lot to ask. I'm looking for it to be a, a better game than the, um, the spread of 22.5 that's out there right now. I think it's going to be tighter than that. I think we could win for sure. But the hot take of the day... Look out, Notre Dame, when we go to Yankee Stadium. Look out. I think that I think that you can put that in the win column for Syracuse. That take was so hot. It's the leading cause of global warming. <laughs> now back to the show. 
That game's two months away. You don't know. You don't know yeah, you what Nostradamus. You don't know what you. Oh, knows. how dare you! <laughs> the Great One has spoken. You don't question Nostradamus. <laughs> question. What's the matter with you? Uh, let me show you why I'm going to tell you this. When they, when the Great One projected, told you that. Uh, Do you have the early season picks written down, or was it uh, Grossberg? Jo- Josh, Josh wrote that right. down, but I think. I think we all picked Notre Dame to beat Syracuse. I'm handing this to Josh, my phone. You notice that Ball State-Notre Dame score? Yeah. Yeah, that's a touchdown game. That's a touchdown game. And you know what? Ball State had every opportunity to win that game on the road in Notre Dame. And when the line came out, Notre Dame, listen, it's the great Notre Dame. I understand how good they are. I understand how storied their program is. But like we said, any given day, Ball State had the ball, and they gave up the ball and gave up field position for the go-ahead touchdown. One mistake. Otherwise, that's a tie game going late into the fourth quarter. If you don't think we could beat Notre Dame— Syracuse can beat Notre Dame. I didn't say that. At Yankee Stadium? At Yankee Stadium? I'll be there to watch it. The great one is I pulled up the Notre Dame season on you real quick just because I was curious to look at it. Okay. You need to watch Notre Dame play a team like Stanford this weekend and then decide. Is Notre Dame going to beat Stanford? T- Are we playing week? Clemson Saturday or what? We're playing Come Clemson. On. We're talking uh, about the Notre Dame. Game. No, 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 no. This is a sports show. We don't, we don't discriminate. Is let's get, let's get it on the board. You ready? Us, we're going to throw them in the in the wild card. Uh, so Notre Dame, Stanford, who wins? Wait, uh, where is it? Where? Yeah, where is it? I think it's in Notre Dame. Um, hang on. At Notre Dame. Notre Dame wins. I'll take Stanford. I'll take Stanford also. Oh, personal with Paulie lunch? Yes. You, then you can knock it down to only owing me two lunches. What are you talking about? I just squared everything up. It's all good. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, Jordan is the September employee of the month here. That just came out over my email. <laughs> I'm glad that everybody... September employee of the month. It's Jordan. Jordan. Jordan is a very hardworking young man that nobody knows uh, behind the scenes in our events department. He's a diehard Lions fan. He, this is the second time he's won this year. And the last time he won, he came in second in voting, but the guy who won got fired the day before. <laughs> so he automatically won the Employee of the Month. Have you guys ever won? Uh, I've been Employee of the Year. And month. So you've been employee of the year? Yeah. Did anyone else work here? How dare you? <laughs> All right. This hour of the Daniel Baldwin Show once again brought to you by Cam's Pizzeria. Anybody got a, a scalding hot final take before we get out of here for the... I got a hot take for you. All right. Look out down there in Clemson right now. I don't know. I've just. Uh, why would I go to this game? I spoke to the great Ed Levine. He's not going. Um, I, I I don't know, man. I got this weird feeling. I got this weird feeling. They're playing a freshman could, quarterback. Could be Does indi- your stomach hurt? Are you could hungry? Could be indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I have a weird feeling about this game. I do. I All right. Know. We'll do our official picks tomorrow because I will be on the road on Friday for the game. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll lock in the point spread You won't tomorrow. be here Thursday? I'll be here Thursday, but... So why we got to make them tomorrow? Yeah, what do we got? What, what about that? Uh, I'm getting the days of the week mixed up. 
You second right, day man? in a row. You want to take some like uh, some of that stuff that helps you with your concentration? Ginkgo some biloba. Ginkgo. Yeah, some ginkgo. Maybe, maybe I need it. I just got buried by my brother on uh, when I showed him the picture of um, Fillmore, President Fillmore, and him. He didn't think it was funny. He wrote F you back to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good show, guys. We'll see, see you all tomorrow, we'll see you tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs>